This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. is up guys it's just me today feels like i haven't done a solo in so long i need to get the hang of them again but hi hello what's up how's everybody doing i'm so excited about this episode i'm excited also because i'm wearing the comfiest outfit today i legit feel like i'm on a cloud and speaking of clouds i'm drinking my new fucking obsession from starbucks and i apologize if you're annoyed at me because i've been talking about this non-stop on my stories but it's just incredible okay you ready this is this is it it is an iced caramel cloud macchiato i literally feel annoying saying this iced caramel cloud macchiato you're gonna ask for a grande but in a venti cup with extra ice no vanilla syrup almond milk instead of whole milk i don't like whole milk but like do your thing and then one extra shot of espresso for the heart palps listen this drink is just no fucking joke it is so good i don't even like specialty drinks but the caramel in this just does things to me okay so um that's what i'm drinking and yeah let's get into it i have a super fun q a for you guys i asked for your questions on instagram and i said nothing was off limits and you guys delivered (laughs) um there's a bunch of questions so i might split this up because i don't want this to be three hours long you know what I mean so we'll see but let's go I'm caffeinating I'm ready let's roll okay would you ever consider a sugar daddy (laughs) or how desperate would you need to be fucking love this question okay let's kick it off with some positivity so I think I would actually be the worst with a sugar daddy pretty pretty sure I'd get fired immediately because I feel like correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like they need constant attention and I forget to respond to every text message and I don't love phone calls unless I'm in the mood. I know it's selfish, Um, but yeah, no, I think it's a negative on the sugar daddy front for me unless, you know, we can come up with this like dream agreement where we just like text here and there and he sends me cash money like I'm down, hit me up, Jerry, let's figure it out. Um, I really want a day bed for my balcony, so like, you know, if any sugar daddy wants to get that for me, I will not say no why and how did you start a podcast i started a podcast because i love to talk (laughs) if you didn't if you couldn't tell but also um i just love having like real ass conversations i've never been a small talker like i will tell the starbucks barista my whole life um which is weird because like i'm very private but also not at all it's like it's a very weird blurry line but yeah there's just a lot of topics that I want to expand upon and I don't feel like I can do that to the best of my ability in the caption of an Instagram photo you know or like on my stories which disappear I think podcasting is such a convenient and efficient like vessel of communication and entertainment and maybe I'm also biased because I love podcasts and have been listening for years but 
I just think they're great. I love how you can literally find any subject or any topic that you're craving and you'll either be inspired or you'll be entertained and you can listen to them while doing other things. Like, I love the efficiency of them. Like, to be honest with you, I don't really just sit and listen to a podcast. Like, I'm I'm always pretty much doing something else. Um, And I love that. And, you know, this might sound weird to someone, but I feel like I have been through so much shit in my life, which I know many of us have. I'm not special, but having been through tough experiences, I almost just like want to share them and share what I've learned and share what I'm learning and hope that I can make someone feel seen. That's like my biggest thing, to be honest, is just making someone or many people feel identified, feel not alone, feel like they're in the room with me, feel like they can count on me, feel like they can trust me, and I feel like in order for people to trust you, they need to know you, right? So I don't know if this (laughs) fully answers your question, but that's just my why. How? Um, I ordered a mic off Amazon. I watched a bunch of YouTube videos of just like how to, like the basics and stuff, and I listened to other podcasts which explain how to do it. There's so many resources out there. Like there's you know, there's so many blogs, there's so many videos, it just, people just lay it out for you, which is amazing. I created my podcast art, or actually my first design, one of my good friends helped me with it, I thought of the name, um, that was the hardest part for me, was, um, like, setting, settling down on a name, because I kept just going back and forth, but, anywho, and then, I mean, there's a whole list of things (laughs) that you have to do to start a podcast, and I don't want to bore you guys with the steps, but, um, if, you're thinking about doing it, fucking go. I swear it's it's really not hard to start. It's just like a little tedious, like the little things you have to do. But once you're rolling, it's so fun. I love it so much. And if you have any specific questions about podcasting, please feel free to DM me. I'm happy to help whenever. I just don't want to bore you guys with like the nitty gritty, you know? What happened with Nicole? Okay, here's the tea, guys. I'm just kidding. There's literally no, no tea at all. Um, I don't know if everybody knows or I don't know, but as you may or may not know, I did start this podcast by myself and um, I had Nicole, who's one of my best friends, on a few times and we just realized like how fun it was to do it together. We loved our dynamic and like we just got kind of excited and she just like came on board, you know? Um, But then over this last month, she just, you know, she started to just get a little bit overwhelmed in her personal life. Um, with, like, work, and, you know, she's married, she got a puppy, like, she just felt like she wouldn't be able to, like, give 100%, and we decided that I would just continue doing it by myself, and that's it, Um, and I totally respect that, and she obviously is welcome on any episodes, and she knows that, and I know you guys will definitely hear her again, so, yeah, no, nothing crazy. How to feel, how to feel happy single. Okay, this is a big one. I need to sip on my coffee for this one. It took me some time to fully understand this, so don't feel discouraged if, like, this is something that you're working on or something that you're struggling with. I think being happy single is just about enjoying your own company, liking yourself, and filling your life up with other beautiful things and people that make you happy. And you have to remember... Just how people in relationships are not happy every second of every day, you're not going to be either single. You know what I mean? I'm at a point now where I am so fucking content by myself. However, 
does that mean that on some random nights I wish I had some delicious man over so we could watch a movie, order some food, you know, have some dessert? Absolutely. But that's life. Like we always want it all and we always want it all now and that's just not how it happens. So here's how I look at it. I used to not fully understand what exactly people meant by you have to be happy alone first, blah, blah, blah. Because in my head, I was like, well, what if I don't want to be? Like, what if I just, like, what if I do want to be with someone? You know what I mean? But here's the thing. I don't know about you, but I believe in timing, like, wholeheartedly. And I believe that people come into our lives when they're supposed to. And if, for whatever reason, you're single, I feel like, also, I need to do, like, a million disclaimers here, but if you always stay home and you never put yourself out there and you never want to meet people or you never go on dating apps or you never do anything proactive to actually put yourself in a position to meet someone and you think Prince Charming is going to come knocking on your door, then you're delusional and I'm sorry to break it to you, but that's just not how shit works, okay? I'm talking to someone who has been, you know, passively or actively trying to meet people and this doesn't, another disclaimer, this doesn't necessarily mean going out or doing things with the sole intention of meeting a guy. It can just mean putting yourself out there in general with your friends, going out, going to different workout classes or whatever kind of activities float your boat, okay? So I'm talking to the person who puts themselves out there and just hasn't met someone yet. How does someone feel happy single? Well, I don't have all the answers for you, but I can tell you what I did and what I do. And what I did was I started working on myself, working through the shit that I've been carrying still am filling my life up with things that I love with activities that I enjoy with passions with people that I love with trips with anything and everything that I love and that makes me happy because how I think of it is I never want my life to revolve around someone else I don't want my world to be a man and by the way I say man because I'm interested in men but if you are listening and that's not your groove please know this applies to absolutely everyone I want my life to be amazing in and of itself do I want a beautiful relationship someday? Of course, but I'm not like seeking it out. I'm letting shit happen. I'm doing things I enjoy. I'm open to things right now, which for a very long time I wasn't. And I wasn't because I knew I had too much shit to work on within myself and I didn't want to like drag someone else through that. So anyway, I think the coolest thing that you can do is have a life that is so beautiful and full of things already that when someone does come into your life, they simply add to it and they make it even brighter. They they, they are not your whole life. Like, I want us both to have shit we love. I want us both to be so proud and excited of whatever, you know, work we do. I don't want to be someone else's entire world, just like I don't want them to be mine. Does that make sense? So, I feel like when you do start filling your life up with beautiful people, work, experiences, passion projects, whatever it may be, you kind of start to realize like you're okay by yourself and you trust that when the time is right, it is going to work out with someone. I don't like to force things in general, you know, whether it's with anything, especially men. Um, I don't like to come from a place of desperation. I don't like to come from a place of I need this and I need this now because in my experience, the more you force things, the less they happen. So you might as well live your damn life, make it amazing, and I promise you the right people will come into your life and they'll probably want to stay when they see how great and full and happy your life is. That's just how I look at it, you know? And to my future husband, I hope you're working hard, sweetie, because (laughs) I have expensive taste. No, I'm just kidding. But like, I hope you're working hard, okay? And stop fooling around with so many hoes. I mean, who knows, but like probably. Um, does anyone else, any of my single people, do you, does anyone else think of how wild it is that the future love of their life is like somewhere out there? Sort of blows my mind. 
anyway that's all for that i hope that made sense and i just also think about it like time is gonna pass by anyway okay so you might as well start trying to enjoy your own company enjoy your friends strengthen those relationships or make some new ones um which i know can be easier said than done we can go more in depth on this on in another episode if anybody's interested have many thoughts on this topic um but yeah enjoy the people in your life and fill it up fill it up with things that make you happy i don't i don't want to spend my days worrying about when i'm going to be in a relationship like that's just not how i'm trying to live my life i'm chilling and when something happens something happens okay and like i said before yes of course there are moments when like i don't know something horrible happens in my life and I and I think like oh wow like maybe you know I would love the support of a boyfriend or whatever maybe of course I have those moments I don't want it to sound like I'm like ugh, don't need no man you know what I mean like no don't need one do I want one sometimes for fucking sure okay but overall we make it work okay so also we're in like a global pandemic right now so dating is kind of hard <laughs> so um all of us single people need some extra hugs and charge your vibrators okay and last disclaimer on this i'm well aware that when you do get into a committed relationship they do become a huge priority in your life okay like of course but my main message is just that we both have full beautiful lives that we love and then we come together and it's just like magic okay anyway coffee or wine depends the day depends the mood but i mean if you're asking me if i have to pick one or the other for the rest of my life i will happily select coffee because there are so many other alcohols i can enjoy like a nice tito's vodka or some tequila you know so we're good i'll take the coffee how do you create content every day for instagram tips for growing okay i don't create content for instagram every day Um, unless we're talking about stories, then I post stories pretty much every day. Stories are just my favorite. But when we're talking about photos, I would be lying if I said I created, um, and I shot Instagram photos every day. I do not. So honestly, I've been through like different ways of how and when I create content, like it truly varies because, you know, one day I'll like have it planned in my calendar that I'm going to shoot X, Y, and Z. And then that day comes around and I have absolutely no inspiration. I'm not in the mood. I don't like any of the shots. <laughs> um, also, this is like assuming that I don't have a deadline for a brand or something like that, you know, because if I do, then we roll no matter what. <laughs> we pull inspiration out of anywhere we can find it. Um, but yeah, so sometimes it just doesn't work. And I don't, like I said, I don't like to force things. I don't want to post something I don't love just to post. Like, I'd rather not post one day than to post a photo that I'm like, eh, you know what I mean? Shooting content for me is honestly pretty sporadic and I wish I was more structured with it. But like I said, I just like never know what mood I'm going to be in and if my creative juices are going to be flowing. So uh, lately, I just shoot when I'm in the mood, to be honest with you. And I try to be in the mood constantly because I like to be consistent and I like to post photos as often as I can, but it doesn't always work that way. If I have makeup on, I might take advantage and shoot some other outfits, but here's the thing with me also is, and this is my problem because I need to be, I I think I need to learn how to be okay with this because it's going to be more efficient for me, but I don't like to pre-shoot a bunch of shit. I like things to be like the day of or like the day before. I don't know. I don't like to stack content up and then just like roll it out. 
also I have no problem with anyone who does. I know most people or a lot of people do do this because it makes so much sense and it's so efficient. But for me, like, I don't know. I don't know why. It's like, I like things to be like super up to date. I don't know. I don't know, man. It really would be a lot easy, easier if I just like had a day, like a content day and then like shot a bunch of stuff. And I tried it. I tried to do that, but it just doesn't work for me. It hasn't worked for me lately. So you know, this probably did not answer your question at all, but in an ideal world, I schedule it, you know, I schedule like, okay, Tuesday from two to five, I'm going to shoot content and I plan what I want to shoot. Um, sometimes I have like a specific vision I want, or maybe I found inspiration on Pinterest, or I have a folder on Instagram where I just save photos that I love that inspire me, you know, so I schedule it into my day and then I will get it done, hopefully. But yeah, I'm sorry that I don't have a clear-cut answer for you. I just, I'm still kind of working through this because I'm just, like, not always inspired. (sighs) So, I mean, and it's not like you have to be too inspired to shoot a fucking mirror selfie, you know what I mean? So, those, like, it's not about inspiration, but more like, I don't know, like, a vanity shot or, like, shooting products and stuff. For stuff like that, I, I really sometimes just, like, don't have any creativity. So, Anywho, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. I'm sorry, but that's just the truth. And then tips for growing. I mean, I don't know if I'm like qualified to give advice, um, but what I do, I just try to be consistent. I share things I love. I try to take photos I'm really happy with. And I just like aim to, I hate to use the word connect because I feel like that sounds so like, I don't know, so fucking like, I don't know, professional. I just aim to like, engage with people like I genuinely care about making friends and I feel like I've made so many friends and I actually consider people that I've met on Instagram friends and I have no I don't think that's weird at all like I really don't and I love to talk to people all day and getting to know people and answering their questions and building relationships even though they are digital relationships you know like that's how they start yeah cool I love it there's there's just so many people out there and what makes it cool is how different we all are so trust your intuition share things that you love engage with people be transparent and yeah I mean I'm still learning I'm learning every day but that's what I've been doing hope that was helpful are you single how many times have you been in love I am single and I have been in love negative times (laughs) um I have like really 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 cared for I don't know probably two guys in my life but was I head over heels in love? No. So not sure what that feels like, but you know, excited to find out one day. How do you wake up so early every day? Tips for creating a morning routine. Okay. Love this question. I get, I get morning questions a lot. I want to preface this by saying I am a morning person. I always have been. So if you're not, don't feel bad. And I promise there are little steps you can do to sort of change and like start waking up earlier and having nice mornings if that's something you want to do but don't feel like you have to wake up early just because you see people waking up early like if you're a night owl and you get your shit done at other times of the day and that makes you happy and it works for you cool you know what I mean I went through this phase where this is just like my Capricorn like fucking busting out through and through but I was waking up at like 5 30 every morning because I just thought I needed I needed to do it and um and if I ever wanted to like sleep in a little bit like past 6 a.m and I would get up at like 6 30 I would get so annoyed with myself and so frustrated because my whole morning was off and my routine was off and oh my god I'm just exhausted telling you about it so 
Anyway, I'm finally in this groove that I love where I wake up naturally at pretty much 6 a.m., 6, 6.30, some days it varies and I just roll with it. I've always been a morning person, like I said, but over the last two years, I slowly started incorporating little things into my morning, just trying to figure out what worked for me and what made me feel good and what made me have better days. Again, this changes, but for the most part, you gotta go to bed earlier if you wanna wake up early. I mean, that's just like a given, right? Unless you can function on like five hours of sleep, in which case, live your best damn life. I cannot. I love sleep. I adore sleep. Sleep and I go way back. I need at least 6.5 to 7 hours of sleep every night. <laughs> if I don't get them, not a huge deal. I'm not really like a pain in the ass if I don't because I just over fucking caffeinate. Um, but I just feel it, you know? So I go to bed earlier. And also when you when you're waking up this early, like you're gonna be tired earlier, you know? So it works. I go to bed early. Um, I wake up around 6.15-ish, let's say. I do light movement hydration. And this is shout out to Lauren from The Skinny Confidential. She introduced me to this concept. So I open my eyes. I say thank you to God for a new day. I grab my phone and I don't check all my shit because I'm not trying to get stressed out. I just pick up, pick a podcast. Every morning it's something different. So pick a podcast. I get out of bed, open my blinds immediately and then I go straight to the kitchen. Well, I mean, I probably pee first, you know what I mean, if we're being really specific, but go to the bathroom. <laughs> then I go to the kitchen, podcast is playing, make my lemon water with pink Himalayan sea salt, and then I go into the bathroom, I do my skincare, I get dressed, and I take Ollie out for a long walk. I leave my phone, though. I don't take it with me on the walk because, especially right now, like, with the mask and, you know, the whole thing, I just, I don't have hands. When we get back, I make my coffee. I'll put my podcast back on. And then we go outside to my balcony, assuming it's not raining. And right now I have like three journals slash books that come with me. This varies again. And it varies depending on what journal I'm working through or what books I'm reading, whatever it may be. So right now I have a notebook that I, I just use it to write, to do my gratitude lists, etc. I have um, a devotional that I'm working through and I'm reading... So you want to talk about race, which is incredible. I'm loving it. So I'll work my way through these three. Not a crazy amount of time. It just depends and it truly does vary every day. I'm not hard on myself anymore. Like if one day I'm just not feeling it, maybe I'm rushing because I woke up later. Maybe I'll skip reading that day. Maybe whatever. I do my devotional and my gratitude list every morning. Like that's like kind of I try to do it every morning because I just, my days are just brighter when I do. I try to start working like, I try to start my working days around, like, 8.30 or 9. I do work from home, which, you know, I guess a lot of us are right now, but I always have. And, yeah, so it's really important to me. No, it's really important for... <laughs> It's really important to me to have a structure in my days. So yeah, Ollie and I sit outside with my journaling, my coffee. I'll probably grab my phone at some point when I'm outside and I do some Instagram stories. I love to share my mornings with you guys. And then once it's like 8.30 or once I'm done, I come inside and I get to work. So my tips for mornings would be start slow. Go to bed a little bit earlier. Give yourself grace in the mornings if you're trying to wake up earlier. Also like you have to find things that actually that you actually enjoy doing in the morning or else like why would you want to get out of bed you know like I love my little morning routine and my little setup and not only do I look forward to it but I know how great I feel after am I always in the fucking mood no but 
honestly, nine times out of ten, I pretty much am because I found a little routine that works for me. So try it out. Play with different things. If journaling isn't for you, that's fine. Maybe it's a podcast and a walk to grow to go pick up coffee somewhere. Maybe it's, I don't know, a little yoga. Maybe it's a little walk. Maybe it's meditating. Maybe you're stretching and breathing and then a little gratitude list with coffee. Like, ugh, doesn't that sound just beautiful? I just fucking love mornings. Anyway, they really do set up your day, like all jokes aside. I I guess I'll finish this question off with a quote I read um, probably on Pinterest because I'm a basic bitch. And it said, when you start to change the way you start your days, your days change. I think I butchered that. I don't think it's, I think it flowed a little better, but that's, you get the gist, okay? And I strongly, strongly, strongly believe that. What's your ideal first date? Oh man. Okay. I mean, if you're asking me right now, quarantined. I have um, quarantine goggles on, which means anything sounds good to me right now. I mean, I don't know. I'm really not the pickiest bitch. I know some people are like, I want him to be creative and spontaneous and let's do something different. But like, what's wrong with some drinks? I love some drinks, you know? It's not a huge commitment. What if homeboy and I don't get along? I can just have a little martini and bust out of there. Except I never really drink martinis. But like sort of in the mood. I just don't fuck with olives. I think olives are a disgrace. I'm really sorry if you love them, but I also just think martinis look so pretty. So maybe I need to give olives a chance. Anyway, I'm honestly super simple and down for anything. Like I take a walk to the fucking park at this point. Drinks, I'm down for dinner. Not down for the movies. I'm down for an activity, but like I don't know. First, first, first date, I just don't think you can go wrong with some drinks. Most of the first dates I've ever been on in my life have been drinks the club or dinner so yeah I guess drinks not a question I just want to say thank you for being open about therapy because it has made me feel more comfortable about it dude I I get so many comments about therapy about just like thank you for talking about it the fact that someone has to thank me for this like oh there's nothing like there's nothing wrong with therapy and I just don't want anyone to think there is and it's fucking self-care and I'm so glad that me sharing it makes someone feel more comfortable about it and I will continue to fucking share it because I love therapy and therapy single-handedly changed my life. I know you mentioned you had other siblings. Are you close slash does your family live in Miami? No, none of my family lives in Miami. I'm here by myself. All of my siblings and family live in Costa Rica, which is where I was born and raised. Um, until I was 19 in case you didn't know I am not close with any of my siblings yeah that's a whole other story but we'll get into that at some point I'm only close with my mom my dad passed away and that's it for my blood related family I have had a very very small family growing up I never met any of my grandparents on either side because they all passed away. I had two uncles growing up from my mom's side and they passed away when I was, I mean, I remember I wasn't that young. I was like, I don't know, maybe like 10, 10 for one and then maybe like 13 for the other one. I loved them so much. Yeah, I just have a really small family and sadly a lot of them have passed away. So um, I do have like fake family, (laughs) you know, family that isn't blood related that I adore um, and they do live in Costa Rica. So that's that. How to get over a friend breakup. Oh man, I feel you girl. Listen, friend breakups hurt, okay? So I went through this actually a little bit ago um, in November slash December of 2019. 
so I feel you it's so fucking tough and it hurts I guess it is also very situational because I think it depends on you know what happened and why but all I will say is it's kind of like a relationship breakup you need time and distance you need to grieve the friendship I think at first it'll probably make your heart sink even when you see their name um and I think that's normal it'll sting for a while you know but you need distance you need to lean on other people in your life forgive yourself if you have to and realize that things happen and not every friendship sadly is meant to be long-lasting but again here's where I'd say like you know maybe you guys can be friends again in the future maybe you're like both working through something you know but again this just like really depends on what ended the friendship and how it ended and the conversations that were had so I you know I don't want to give like point blank advice because I really do think it depends but if you guys have decided and mutually decided that um you know or even if one person has decided that the friendship is over or that you both need space like give them their space and you take yours remind yourself that I don't think time heals everything but it will heal how you feel after a while I think you'll be able to remember the happy times of the friendship and think of them and be grateful for them I think once you get to that point you've reached a solid point of acceptance you know not everybody is meant to be in our lives forever and that's something that we don't like to think about but it's necessary to remember and also find comfort in the fact that every single person in this world I'm pretty sure has lost a friend at some point in their life it happens to all of us it's okay I suggest wishing them well always and working to get rid of any hurt or resentment that you might have inside because that shit will eat you up and that is no way to live you know somebody else will walk into your life be grateful for the friends that you do have and again time what's been the worst date you've ever been on dude honestly i was thinking about this and i've never had knock on wood i really have yet to have like a date that i'm like whoa like that was fucking brutal like i've never had a shitty first date which is like pretty cool you know like have i have all of my first dates become second dates no but I've never like sat through a first date and just been like wow I really want to just like run out of here you know like I, yeah I haven't and maybe that's just because <laughs> I talk a lot so like I don't know I try to make anything fun um and try to just you know if I'm if I I know instantly if I'm like gonna vibe with the guy or not you know and if I feel like it's just like not gonna happen and there's never gonna it's not there's not gonna be a second time like I'll just try to make the best out of it you know so that's also why I love drinks because it's like what I could I could literally be there for an hour and then go home and then go meet up with my friends or whatever so I really can't think of a date that I was like wow that blew I think the worst date I've ever been on was just with a guy that I had zero connection with but that wasn't even like I still had a good time like we just like talked shit I had like two mojitos and then I peaced out <laughs> so I really haven't thankfully had like a really bad first date I'd be lying if I said I did so have you ever had plastic surgery done um yes ma'am I got a boob job almost four years ago at this point that's wild I was 23 I had just graduated college yeah wait was I 23 I don't know I'll get back to you. I think it was four years ago. That's it for like surgery. Um, but I've also gotten lip fillers. 
I had my last ones dissolved, so I don't have anything in my lips currently. I've gotten Botox once, and I've gotten my nose, like, filler in my nose, which is really cool that you can do that. It's like, what do they call it? It's like a, it's like a nose job, but, like, with filler, because um, I have a little bump that I don't enjoy, and, like, the tip of my nose kind of, like, goes more downward than I would like, um, but, like, now people can fix that with filler. It's fucking crazy, so I've done that a few times um probably two or three times I'm probably due for a like refill or whatever it's called because retouch that's what I have gotten done what is your favorite and least favorite thing about living in Miami so my least favorite thing <laughs> let's start with that one um is just like the heat man I don't like the heat like I hate being fucking hot it gets so hot during the summer sorry to be like negative I just I really don't like to be hot I don't like to walk out of my building and instantly start sweating like I just don't find that enjoyable and also like I'm not a big like shorts skirts dresses kind of bitch um I'm trying to be but I just have like this like complex with my uh, legs and body, um, that we're working on, so I just feel more comfortable when I'm, like, in jeans or, like, leggings or, I don't know, I like, like, flowy pants and stuff, but yeah, I'm not one to really show my legs. I'll show the, all the cleavage in the world, but I just, like, feel weird about my legs and I'm trying to get over myself, but so that's also why I don't like it because I'm always hot, <laughs> hot, but I think my dislikes of Miami are just how hot it gets during the summer, aka right now, and just that I am, miss my mom when I'm here, obviously, because, you know, she doesn't live here and I love my mom so much, so those are my dislikes, and then my favorite thing about Miami, honestly, is just that a lot of my best friends are here and it just makes me so fucking happy because I love them so much and I think as you, not to get all sappy, but like as you grow up, you just really learn to value the people that um, are in your life and that stick by you and like, I don't know, it just, I just cherish them so much, especially because I don't have like a big family and so to me like my friends are family and yeah I'm just grateful to God to, for my friends every day so that's my favorite thing what is your favorite thing about Instagram okay I think we're gonna end, end it here my favorite thing about Instagram fucking no-brainer question is talking to amazing people all day meeting new people hearing your guys' stories just everything and my heart literally smiles when anyone tells me that something I've said or something I've shared made them feel less alone. That's literally what I live for. So my favorite thing about Instagram, I guess, is just the interaction with other people. That's my favorite thing. That's it. Okay, we're done. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. I feel like I could have added another question. We're only at 32. That's pretty short. Should I add another question? Maybe I'll save. I'll save the other ones for part two, okay? yeah hit me up let me know what you thought i'm so excited because next episode we have shannon bruno on and i'm fucking pumped i hope you guys are excited also if there's anyone you guys want me to have on jump into my dms and let me know but like be reasonable you know like i would fucking love to have lauren everett's on but a girl can dream you know what let's manifest that because one day she will be on okay but like for right now gotta be a little more reasonable caffeinated as fuck over here i love you guys i'm gonna go hit up trader joe's hopefully see some daddies all right i love you guys bye
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.